Hello and welcome to the Fish on Ted podcast, where we talk about the business of hunting and fishing. Well, hey everybody, this is Ted Johnson with the Fish on Ted podcast. Hey, I want to say I'm sorry for a little bit of the hiatus that uh, we've had on our podcast lately. I've had one of those times in my lives where a few months back I had my mother pass away and in the same week I became a grandfather of twins and so uh, needless to say things have been pretty crazy and and uh, uh, just a little combobulated but uh, we're back now and we've got a lineup of new podcasts coming out uh, here in the month of December and then through 2019 uh, that I think you'll really enjoy the guests that we have and the topics that we're going to cover. And so, uh, again, happy holidays, Merry Christmas to everyone, and uh, just wanted to let you know that uh, we're back on track and uh, we'll be a lot more regular going forward. Well, this is an interesting time of year for those in the sports fishing and hunting industry. It's not only the holidays, but it's also the time when you're making the final preparations for the sportsman show season uh, because it's starting right around the corner. And this year, I want to encourage all of you to not only be thinking about your logistics, you know, how you're going to get the boost to and from all the shows, how are you going to get there, where are you going to stay, and that sort of thing, um, but also improving your website's appeal. Now, now, this is why. Not only is it a good idea to have it, have it up to date, but because of all the shows that's going on, the typical guide and outfitter and lodge, really everybody in the sports fishing and hunting industry we're gonna are gonna get about 60% of their annual website visits in the next four months that's a huge it's like the the pig and the Python think of about a great big long Python snake that just swallowed a pig and here's this lump of stuff coming through well that lump represents this this major portion of the website visits that your websites going to get over the next 12 months so even if you don't do sportsman shows, you're also going to benefit from all those people that are searching on the internet, uh, comparing uh, different opportunities and pricing for different charters and guides and outfitters and lodges, you know, um, setting up their, their calendar for the summer and uh, months beyond that also. And so, again, even if you're not at the shows um, as a exhibitor, your website is still going to benefit dramatically from all this increase in activity. So prepare, to prepare for this, you need to have a firm grip really on the two different types of marketing that uh, people in our industry do, and that is they are involved in branding, and then they're also involved in direct marketing. And in the sports fishing and hunting world, these are some of the activities that people do and the type of marketing activity it is. And so uh, if we start off with, with the, the, the marketing activity of branding, that basically is if it's a website, you're just putting up a website, you're letting people find it, you're not enticing them to go there from Facebook ads and, and those types of things, and they're just showing up, looking at the pictures that you have, all the information that you have, but really there is no call to action on the site. Also, when it comes to branding, right? 
the the boat wraps and truck wraps that you do the signage that you have you know that's more subliminal type uh, advertising and again it's a branding move you, uh, you're trying to get people to recognize who you are and uh, what you do in the industry um, and then in other things you know that, that are ancillary out there um, that may be considered branding would be like what we're doing right right now as a podcast these are branding type activities now what makes branding activities fail or makes can make the business fail is if people in the business that that are trying to generate a tremendous amount of their trips from new people that they don't know they're not giving their branding activities a long enough time to work these are things that are that are like a fine wine they need to sit for a while and they 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 you know need to work um independently out there and that branding will finally catch up if you keep uh pro, you know uh, um, just letting it sit out there updating sites updating your wraps and that sort of thing people will hear about you and you'll grow your business organically now direct marketing is um, more of a laborious activity these would be things like running Facebook ads or running LinkedIn ads now, I'm gonna run down a rabbit trail real quick on that LinkedIn at least right now which is the beginning of December I believe is offering anywhere from fifty to a hundred dollars worth of free advertising no hooks on this at all if you are a member of LinkedIn or you sign up as a LinkedIn member and this can be for free there's a free option there to do that they will encourage you by offering you a $50 credit or $100 credit for advertising without again any strings attached you don't need to give them a credit card you don't have to commit to $100 um, yourself and then they pay a hundred dollars it's a hundred dollars or fifty dollars depending on what they're offering at the, at the on the day uh, of free advertising out there so again I encourage people you know to really take a look at that um, also handing out business cards handing out business cards is considered a direct marketing activity going out and shaking people's hands and telling them what you do whether it is at a sportsman show whether it is at a meet and greet or whether it's at a a uh, home builders meeting or a um, chamber of commerce those types of things are considered direct marketing activities also and then of course doing the sportsman shows and that sort of thing now what makes direct marketing fail are a number of things and again the business can fail if there's not enough direct marketing going on and you're relying on taking people hunting and fishing in the in this next year that you don't know yet you don't have that big referral base yet so it's the first one is not knowing the cost of the acquisition of a single trip and let's say that you're out buying Facebook ads and you buy $400 worth of Facebook ads and for every $400 you spend you get uh, one uh, person coming on one of your fishing trips and they pay $300 well that's going backwards you are, are losing money on that deal and if you don't know the true acquisition cost of the different marketing activities you can go broke real real quick doing this now also a, another thing that um, uh, is, is a uh, a downfall 
in the direct marketing activities is not having enough of them going. Um, I call it octopus marketing. And optimally, you need to have at least eight things going in the direct marketing arena because you never know which one is gonna work. And once you find one that works for you, then you kind of double down on that. And uh, you put more money and effort into that until it slows down. And then you start again with another eight activities or, or revitalizing some of those activities that maybe you stopped when you found something that, that was really, really working for you, right? And then another thing is that can kill direct marketing is not having an um, unresistible offer, something that you know maybe 25% off um, you know the cost of a trip if you sign up you know between now and the end of the year. It's also very important on those irresistible offers is to put a time frame on them also, and that then um, encourages people to book trips and give you deposits before um, you know uh, uh, before their trips, which helps your cash flow out. So anyway, I hope this helps. Um, I sure appreciate all of you uh, out there listening to our podcast and uh, tight lines and Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to you all. And uh, there are more podcasts coming.